about how do you feel about shorties that like take their shoes off in your car and then like put their feet up like by like the hood of the like by the dick the on the dashboard. dashboard. Yeah, oh, like that. that don't bother you none. Nah, like bare feet. It bothers you. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. It's it never, depends, it, I guess it depends on how her feet look, right? Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Because <laughs> she has like really pretty toes. I'm like, it depends okay. on how much I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have I sucked said toes at this point? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I'll take. welcome 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 to the summer 16 podcast a podcast between two friends who met well you guessed it in the summer of 2016 my name is Tunde, or Taught underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or as he likes to be called on Instagram, at John Bowie. Bruh, like, why do you keep saying that every time? <laughs> as know. I like to be called. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's something about people who use their, their whole first and last name on Instagram. I think you, I think those people do that that I know is you and Jessica. Bro, I'm, I was trying to like rebrand. <laughs> I was trying to like, like, like conscious of my brand, but I didn't know. And so I just like, you know, use my name. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I like it. I couldn't do oh, it. Be like, how you spell your name again? Nah, so I couldn't true. do that. I mean, shit, it's not like motherfuckers can spell Bowie, though. Shit, you know. True. That's also true. Fucking slave name. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you're listening to this, um, when it drops, it's uh, probably Wednesday. But every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views our experiences, and our beliefs to talk about anything. And always we try leaving, having learned something new. On today's episode, uh, we're going to catch up on a few things in our shooting the shit segment. Um, we have a say what segment, but I don't know how much we're going to talk about it. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try. Um, <laughs> in, our, in our current events uh, section, uh, coronavirus hasn't gone anywhere. So we're going to try to talk about that. You know, um, even even if you don't believe in it, I guarantee you it believes in you. Um, <laughs> good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Clever. Wow. You're uh, doing, doing we good. have a, a waxing hypothetical from one of our our great our great authors um, of our of our culture, and as always, want to leave you with our ABM recommendations for the week. So, uh, with that said, uh, what's up with you, Doc? You know what, Tune Dave? I would like to take just a quick moment, um, just as a reminder for everyone who's listening right now, or no matter when you're tuning in, um, protect your peace, man. Protect your peace, protect your headspace. Because I started all the way left this morning before we, you know, hopped on to have the call, and I had forgotten just how much let's just call it stupid shit really just gets under my skin right so let me go ahead and set the stage for you bro you know i'm doing my morning instagram scrolling and shit hopping on stories and there's somebody who posted some some video talking about joe biden uh thinks that antifa is a is a myth um you know, and then you know, post this video, and then you go look at the video, and the caption just says, "Some Black Lives Matter Antifa people are 
destroying a black man's MAGA pop-up store thing or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And so, again, protect your peace. I should have just been like, let me not scroll through the rest of this account, which was called Lives Matter, right? So I'm like, oh, this is a good start. Uh, And then it's over there, and I'm looking at the content, and it's like, oh, Black Lives Matter beat up Proud Boys um, for peaceful protesting and all that other shit. I'm like, fam, this is already just some toxic shit. So what is what is your what does your friend do today? He goes and pulls up a, a Reuters article that was saying how Joe Biden has condemned Antifa, you know, and the violence and all that shit, and sends it to him. But I don't stop there, do I? No, of course not. Now we're having a back and forth dialogue, and my man is talking about how. Um, the Proud Boys and and QAnon, they're not out here destroying buildings, and they're not out here woo up to bam like stealing property and stuff. So if you want to support Black Lives Matter, like in the sh- in the stuff with the d- uh, Democrats talking about, that's anarchy. Okay. And I was just like, I was just like, you know what, man? Like to protest and to rally is inherently American. Like we wouldn't have this country. If motherfuckers wasn't dumping tea in the harbors and raising hell in the streets of New York, like, like what the fuck is you talking about? And all of this shit, you know, you over here, not necessarily condoning the Proud Boys, but it's like you over here mad about some property being destroyed. Like they're out here killing motherfuckers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I was 12 years old the first time there was a KKK rally. You know. At the at the town next to me, like that shit is real, bro. Like that shit is very real. So now I'm over here hot as fuck, you know what I'm saying? And I get to share my joy with the world. But I'm like, I called one of the homies, Gene. He was like, "Why are you disturbing my peace, bro? Why are you disturbing my peace?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right, fam. Like I'm the toxic one in this relationship because <laughs> not only do I want to be pissed off, and I want to share it with you, and now I've taken it a step further, and I'm sharing it." with everyone on the podcast. So I would like to just start by saying, protect your mentals, protect your chicken, you know what I'm saying? Because we ain't going to be out here forever, man. Like, protect your motherfucking peace. Uh, but yeah, so that's how my day started. Fuck the rest of the week. Like, I thought it was pretty pretty decent week, but that shit just blew me, bro. So, I'm, have you blocked him? I didn't block him, bro. I didn't block him. You're better than me. Well, I, see, this is the thing. Like, this I know block, you don't like you don't like blocking people. I know. Yeah, bro. Like that's been something that I'm really working on, and I and I honestly feel like the fact that I tried to have a conversation, like if I just block his ass right now, then I look like a simp ass, weenie ass, sensitive ass dude. Do you? Or 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 okay. <laughs> or are you protecting your peace? I know, right? See, that's the, and see, ooh, we. This is we about to. Are we about to get deep? Are we about to get deep, bro? Listen, I have no, like you know, I have no issue blocking people, yo. I, like, you will block a motherfucker like it ain't shit, bro. And it's like, and it's like, it's not that you know you have like these minor disagreements, like you know, do you like sugar or 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 in your grits <laughs> or, do, or do, you like, do you like salt? Like it's not it's not stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like these these. These fundamental differences of of does my life the, matter? Seeing the world, bro. Like, does look, the, we live the, in two do different black universes. lives actually matter? Like, if you can't agree with that, 
And I'm at me being a black person, and you can't agree that black lives matter. You can't agree that 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 the life of a person um, who's gay does that matter. You can't believe that the life of a of a person of a different religion matters. Oh. Then then I then I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. I don't want you. I don't want you accessing anything that has to do with me. So yeah, yeah. Like you're heading to Blockville. Yeah, dog, and like, and the, and the crazy and the fucked up part of it is like the only reason I haven't is because of my ego, right? It's some some fucked up sense of like I don't want to look like a wimp or I don't want to look like some some sensitive ass weenie for blocking this man because like oh I can't handle the fact that he's has different opinions. Like it's not even about that, right? Like it is about protecting my peace, and so I guess I'm learning already just in this journey. Um, you gotta you gotta let the ego shit go, man, and like that you gotta protect that shit at all costs. Like, I should just block this motherfucker right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, you bet, you bet, you're well, dog. I know. I'm bro. not gonna say you're better than me, bro. I know, bro. <laughs> I know, bro. I, low key, low key. This is this is not self love right now. I'm not loving myself. You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna post something else, and you're gonna scroll, Facts, you're gonna scroll, bro. and you're gonna at least, at least mute him, right? If you mute him, then oh, you won't you see. That? I don't know. If you, uh, I think you can mute on on Instagram. It's Instagram, right? I think you can mute him on there. So I his, did. Uh, you I won't did see his post. Okay. And but he won't be. He won't know that. Let's see notification. I don't want notifications. Fuck that. Motherfucker don't even got followers like that, bitch. Get your followers up, weak ass motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Ah shit! Uh, you can restrict stuff. You can restrict stuff. Um, what else? I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it offline. Like I I did figure out because there was there was like somebody that was like lurking on my shit. They had been like lurking on my stories and everything, but it had like no interaction on that stuff. And so I did figure out how I could like prevent them from watching stories, but like they weren't notified of it, kind of thing. Um, so maybe. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Know. Like motherfuckers really just gotta be out here finessing on the motherfucking uh, on the gram. On the gramity gram gram. Uh okay, I'm sorry, I have already just derailed the whole start to this fucking show. But motherfuckers protect your peace, man. This shit is for real, bruh. This shit is for real. Like yeah. I slipped I slipped into a dark place for a hot second. Niggas is back. Don't get me wrong. But there was a quick moment where I was like, Oh, I'm toxic right now. Self awareness, guys. Find it. Love yourself. Okay. Today, how are you, man? Oh, okay. And so one thing, okay, one, uh, last thing I'll say, one thing that I did do to love myself um, is I bought a fucking bidet, bro. Nice. I bought a fucking bidet. Like, I'm in the quarantine phase of spending money on shit that I don't need, and I'm being really reckless with it. And so, yeah, this week's purchase was I bought a scale to weigh my dog, and I bought a fucking bidet. And the shit is fire. Bro, I'm a, yeah, I think I might get one too, yo. Do it. I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot of good things. I'm and at I, a point, I, I, I'm I think at you a, convinced me. I'm at a point where if motherfuckers don't have bidets, like I'm like, yo, like you dirty as fuck, yo. I told my mom, I was like, damn, G, like you ain't got no bidet at your crib, like you got a house but no bidet, bidet, like you ain't really even clean like that, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Wow. <laughs> I hope your mom beats your ass when you get home. Uh, I'm gonna buy her ass a bidet. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> okay, I so hope can, you do. So she can clean her ass. 
<laughs> oh, oh, that's man. wild. That's wild. But yeah, okay, that's that's me. Uh, how are you, Tunde? How are you, my friend? Uh, how was your uh, week? Uh, week has been, I don't know, it's been good. Uh, just, you know, same old, just uh, work and working out, um, which we're going to talk about this later. All, I, I've been back in the gym trying to, you know, put some uh, muscle back on since I've been training this whole past, you know, yeah. spring and summer just running. I lost, like, a lot of muscle mass. A lot of calf but, raises? Yeah, that too. Yeah, nice. see the calf raises, the standing calf raises, you know, Gotta squats, do it. Gotta do it. Uh, leg extension, leg curl, you know, you know all that. All you that know. shit, light work, light work, light work, light work, light work. So, you know, uh, hit the gym a couple times this week. Uh, and what else did I do? Oh, um, so uh, at our chapter meeting, um, it was brought chapter, up that... Chapter meeting? You should uh, plug the, plug the oh, org, please. Oh, 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 oh. we are plug both members of, of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Yes. I am uh, a member of uh, Zeta Upsilon chapter. Nice. Well done. Um, so at the chapter meeting this week? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was, it was uh, brought up that the, um, the grad chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, uh, the Delta Upsilon Omega chapter, they were hosting a damn um, triple letter. Jesus, I, I think all their I think all their grad chapters are triple letters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they it's about that they were hosting a virtual HBCU fair, and they needed um some more uh men to be on on a panel because they didn't have any I think at that point, mm-hmm. and they needed I met uh, a fraternity member who went to HBCU. And me being a two-time graduate of HBCU, yeah, you I say, you know, you just stay you at know. black ass schools. Oh yeah, I like my people. I, mean, uh, that mean I don't, motherfucker. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I volunteered, and um, I just at first I was like, oh, I wonder how it's gonna go because it's Zoom, and you know, I'm on Zoom meetings every single day of my life. Because that's what I do for work. I talk to people on Zoom all day. But um, it was a really good time. Um, I, I think I, I was the only man that's on the panel. But um, it was cool. I represented for the fellas. And uh, it was just good, like, talking to other HBCU grads from, I think we had grads from Clark Atlanta, uh, Texas Southern, Grambling, nice. Ham- and Hampton. Nice. And, okay. and me being Eastern University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, and Meharry Medical College, so um, it was good, like sharing experiences. It's just crazy, like how because like the, I think the woman who graduated from Texas Southern, she graduated in 1971. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a decade before I was born. So right. like, um, and it's crazy. Like one of the a woman who graduated from Grambling, she like is a counselor at the high school, which is literally on the same street that I live on. Um, oh, shit. No um, way. Did, had like, you, oh, did you know yeah. her or had you met her before? No, no, not at all. Not at all. You might have like, to do, ladies some, like, was, yeah, you might have to yeah. do some stuff with the school, some volunteering stuff with the school. For sure. And then uh, one of the other women, she, she's from PG County. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's, that's wild. Wow. Um, she's from yeah, our home. And, she's from our home, bro. I know. And one of the other women, she's the vice president of Starbucks. I was like, whoa. Flex. Like, like. Of, of Starbucks, like not like not the store, like not the store, the, the, corporation, the corporation, motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it was wild. It was it was a good time talking, like giving feedback to like um other 
for high school students and also college, not college, like um, two-year um, community college students who yeah. are thinking about transferring to HBCUs, like giving them advice and about what to expect at HBCU yeah. uh, versus like a, a PWI. Because we had students who were, who, we had people who went to both. Yeah. Um, like one lady, yeah. she went to Hampton, but she also went to Carnegie Mellon. So like she oh, gave like yeah. experience like from both sides. Yeah. So it's like it was like a, like it's two hours, but the two hours flew by. Um, of course, a really good time. So I think that was the highlight of my week or weekend. Yeah, no, that's that's actually really dope. And you know, I, I think you know one of the interesting things that stands out is how for a lot of these panels, like we don't have enough black male representation sometimes. So I'm glad that you were able to do something like that. Yeah. Um, sure. to really show up and show out for the fellas, especially being, you know, a two-time black ass school graduate. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> That's really dope. I, I I think I talked about it on the podcast, you know, a few weeks back, but I had done like a Duke alumni panel. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I find when we do like these sort of speaking engagements and talking to, you know, pr- either pr- prospective students or current students and things like that, um, when you get like black folks in like those rooms together, and I think we just have such a great ability to find common like like things that connect us and stuff and like the networking just seems so much more organic you know what i'm saying yeah like you find out shorty's from pg right like you know another shorty like works on your street like it's crazy how you know separate we seem but also how close that we can be when we actually have a chance to talk to each other and so um yeah. not oh, to yeah. say that, that, Duke, that um, say what that, that, that uh um Starbucks VP. She actually mm-hmm. went to Duke for undergrad. Oh, bet. Okay. So, again, right? Like I, I, have to look, I have to look up on LinkedIn. I was like, let me look you up real quick. Let me see your credentials. She got the LinkedIn uh, uh, premium shit. Like <laughs> you already know. Like uh, uh, you can't. You can you can follow me, but you can't be my friend. But like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's dope though. That's dope though. So yeah. Uh, okay, so HBCU panel. Um, what else you got, bro? What else you got? You know, uh, one run. I'm down to run one run a week for okay. the run club. So we hit our little run on Saturday morning, on uh, Saturday afternoon. Okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know, Call of Duty time. Let's spend a little time with oh. the with the card. Black Ops. Uh, Black, Black Ops, Ops came out. Black Ops came out, but you know, right now it's just multiplayer. So okay. right now, uh, I'm not really a fan of multiplayer, but okay. I'm just building up my my my, my uh, class gun classes. So when the real game drops in December, uh huh. I have the guns to to go to war. Mm. I got. Do I need to? I need to get on Black Ops, huh? Hey, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just multiplayer right now. Or the campaign. Are you, you going to buy a PS Five? No, 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 no. I think I'm sticking with Xbox Gang. Yeah, let's go Xbox yeah. Gang. But I, I probably won't get one until like sometime next year. I'm, I'm not in a rush, to be honest. Yeah. Like, well, didn't just, you? Didn't you get the Black Ops as cross platform? Cross yeah, platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can whenever I'm ready, I can just buy the new game and have it on there already. You know, I have to be honest, I feel bad a little bit, man, because, like, I, I feel like I've created a monster. Because, like, at the beginning of this shit, like, I got you on Warzone. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you have been an addict ever since, bro. I would say this, like, I didn't even have a system before quarantine. Yo, you did buy an <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> I bought my Xbox in, like, in, like, May. Yes. And I was like, I just like I need something like to to like. Hell I was yeah! TV, there was no there's no new TV shows. There was no sports. Yep. I was like, I'm just sitting in the house reading books. 
Facts. <laughs> Loser. Bugs ain't read a book in months, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I did, I did charge up my Kindle Kindle last night. Oh, um, that's so, a start. Okay. Yeah. So I'm about to download something. I don't know what's gonna be. Bro, I've been working on a fire next time for a month and a half. The book is a hundred pages, bro. Oh, look at you, yo. I know. I'm so I'm such a bum, and it's not like I'm even playing Xbox still, bro. Like, I have been drawing and getting into my creative self though. So that's cool. But and using nah, the days. And using bidets. Bidet gang, yo. If you don't got a bidet, stay away. I need a, I need a cool catchphrase for bidets. Let me work on this. Let me work on this. Gang, hashtag bidet gang. I'll drop some shit on the IG page. Speaking of IG. Uh, uh, yeah, speaking of IG. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is going to kind of lead into a, a topic later on in the in the in the show but uh yesterday was it yesterday or was it friday i think it was two days ago right so it was friday um i was perplexed at the amount of <laughs> at, the, at the amount of at the amount of uh daily cases like we, we were getting um in this country like it just seemed like every single day there was like a new like record being set so yep. I so I posted a I was on Twitter and I saw a tweet from NBC News and it talked about like oh these are this today we're recording is November 15th and oh yeah so this this was as of November 14th no yeah, November 14th no it's 14th because the stats that came up for the 13th so oh, they okay. Had, they, they, okay so they had okay. they had the daily um coronavirus cases from November uh, 1st to 13th yeah. Okay. So it went like 76,000, 86,000, 91, 104, 121, 126, 125, 109, 133, 131, 148, 161, 176. So November 1st, it was 76,000 cases. On November 13th, it was 176,000 cases. Daily. Daily. That's the daily number of cases. Yeah, so I... I took that and put it on Instagram, and I said, uh, about two weeks ago, about two weeks after Halloween, look where we are. Yeah, I think you uh, said that on the episode two weeks ago, yeah. too. You were like, you just said something like, man, like, all these motherfuckers out here in the streets, like, just check two weeks from now, like, this is about to be crazy. Yep. Uh, I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not saying this is directly correlated to all those maskless Halloween parties, but I'm also not not saying it either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, y'all won't be satisfied till we hit 250,000 cases daily. So, Sheesh. you know, cool. You know, take it for what you want. Like, if you don't, whatever, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But science is science. Numbers are numbers. Ugh. So then, that's what I said. So this woman who I follow, and she follows me, and, like, to be honest, I, I vaguely remember how we started following each other, but yeah. we've never had any type of interaction. Like, I sure. might, like, a post here or there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really post, post, I, like, actually post on my Instagram that much, so I don't know yeah. if she, she liked any of my posts either. But anyways, yeah. she took she replied to that to that story and said, Elon Musk also said that he took four rapid tests. Two were negative and two were positive. These could these tests, these um these um results that the hundred seventy six thousand, these mm -hmm. results could be false positives. I don't believe none of this shit. And I'm like She said she said I don't believe none of this shit. Yeah. She said that in she said yes, that in I promise. I don't 
I don't believe none of this shit. Right? So, so to that, Dog. to that, I said, sorry, I'm not taking medical advice from Elon Musk. We also had 1,200 plus COVID related deaths yesterday. You can't false positive your way out of that. Oh, that's a bar, right? dude. That's a bar. Right? So then she said, I thought that, you know, that, that, I thought that made sense, right? I, I, you, right. You, would, you thought, you right. thought, motherfucker. To, to which she replies, but we're taking medical advice from Bill Gates, question mark. She sound dumb as hell. So I say, who said that about Bill Gates? Like, did I, did I mention fuck? Bill Gates? The fuck? <laughs> I'm not taking advice from him either. I'm taking advice from career virologists, career microbiologists, career epidemiologists, and also my own understanding of how uh, disease works. Oh, did, did you go to school for diseases or something? I don't did know. You... I don't, I don't know. I, might, I might have a PhD in biomedical research. You might have a PhD in biomedical sciences and, you know, have studied cancers and, you know, other things. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. You know I don't whatever. know. Um, You're, so still said, You're still black. You're still black. Oh, yeah. True. You don't know nothing. Uh, I forgot about that fact there. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh. So, so, so she said the rest of the world seems to think that basically he knows what he's talking about, Bill Gates. And she said, I also understand how viruses work. I also understand the theory of natural selection. Uh, quick caveat, she does not understand the theory of natural selection <laughs> because that is not how natural selection works. I actually, I actually taught a, a, a lecture just this past week on natural selection and evolution. And the, uh, Charles Darwin said that there are three criteria. And then and none of those have to do with fucking viruses. But whatever. Um, <laughs> This is so fucking funny to me. But, but like, so she's, she's, she's arguing with me about this shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, I right? know how viruses work and I know how natural selection works. Yeah. So, Shorty, are you dumb? Are you dumb? She, she, I think she is. Then she said, um, that, then I said to that, I said, so let whoever is vulnerable die, question mark, because that's how people are behaving until it hits too close to home. And she said, unfortunately, that's how the world works. It shouldn't just be okay when it's on National Geographic. We're going to do but so much. I'm not here for social control and conformity. I'm like, fam, social control? That's how the world works? Just so, just fucking let, let the weak people die. I mean, okay. My thing is, my thing is, right, okay, obviously everybody's getting all freaked the fuck out that, you know, they feel like the government is trying to tell them how they have to live their lives and woo up to bam. But I don't, like, is, it, is this like, some thought that you know mandating that you need to wear a mask for public safety is some gateway drug to like authoritarianism where it's like we no longer have any free will type shit like saying wear a mask to protect folks is that like the next thing is oh yeah now they're going to take away all your civil liberties like they're doing that anyway motherfuckers um so it's like what the fuck hey, hey, what the hey, fuck hey, 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 when it comes to this pandemic I'm okay. I'm, I may be, I may be the minority, but I'm okay with the government stepping in and saying, obviously, left to your own devices, y'all don't know how to how to act. Yeah. Like you have you have no empathy for your for your fellow citizen. Yeah. So because you don't, we're gonna step in and tell you how you, how you have to act. And mm. I'm okay with I'm okay with that as 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 far as this pandemic. I'm okay with it as far as I'm okay with it as far as saying guys. You can still have, you know, places open and you can still have, you know, you know, restaurants doing outdoor seating and gyms at limited capacity, blah, blah, blah. But just wear a fucking mask. Like, 
But like, I don't think that that's rooted. Though, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not that bad. But here's the thing, though. I think I, t- I talk about this also online. We have we have that. Like, you live in California. You have that. I live in, in in Washington. I'm able to go to the gym and wear a mask. I'm able to, to like yes. like after our run go grab a bike to eat with my friends as long as there's five or less people and we all have masks on. Yep. I'm able to do that. Yep. But there are people who take it who take an inch and and run the whole fucking mile with it, right? Yep. Like yep. there are states or cities like Atlanta, like like Houston, yep, like like yep. Miami, yep. where where the, the clubs are open. Like you can go to a, foot, a fully sold out football game. Dog, dog, and I'm gonna be 100 with you. I'm gonna be 100 with you, right? Because like I went out last night for a little bit, and I think I, th- I sent you a video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you the video, right? Man, when I tell you, it's the same way with people too, right? Like you know, we have these little mask mandates or whatnot, but you know, people take a mile too. Because when I tell you, that shit was busting last night, like. In the middle of like a side street downtown San Jose, I was walking. I'm like, yo, like, y'all motherfuckers is in here. Like, shit is normal. Like, it just blows my mind. Like, and I'm not saying we need to stop the whole world and everything. And like, shit needs to be dead. Cause yeah, like, let the businesses get their money or whatever. But I, I'm, I'm saying, shit. Well, I mean, maybe you are. Maybe you are. I think. But, I think. I'm sorry to cut you off. But I think that if we did what we're supposed to do. Back in April and May, that's about people, yeah. the citizens, the citizens, and the government. Like, okay, close all the businesses, close all the non-essential businesses, right? Yeah. But then, but then, give the government should give relief to those businesses as well. They should. They should, but you know, you should. You shouldn't should, hold it for ransom. You shouldn't yeah, hold it for ransom yeah, for we, votes. Exactly. With the nat- national leadership that we have currently, that's where we run into problems. Yeah. People who can't go to work and can't pay their bills, and then you know they're risking losing their homes. That's where you run into trouble, bro. Um, like twelve hundred dollars since for like this for like from from March until December, basically twelve hundred dollars is is nothing. That ain't shit, bro. So, I mean, I understand that some people get unemployment. Uh, but I think a lot of people's unemployments are are, are running out. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you li- you live in you live in uh, you live in again you live in California. I live in Washington. I yep. know uh, Governor Inslee had his actually cur- currently right now he's having his press conference. Um, they're scheduled today for eleven a.m. and he started tomorrow. He's shutting down uh, gyms. Um, shit. Any restaurant, any restaurant that is indoor, shut down. Um, nail salons, barbershops, movie theaters, bowling alleys, all that for the next four weeks, closed. Bruh. Bruh. So, like I said, I just started getting my gains back. Uh, you better I don't get know what I'm right do. back. See, exactly. you know what? And see, this is exactly why I did not try to go back to the gyms because I was like, you know what, man? That's why. Like, they're going to close it back down anyway, so I'm not going to stress myself out trying to get swole. Fuck that. I'm just going to... St- I'm not trying to get swole. I'm, I'm trying to hibernate, bro. I'm trying to... I'm going to fuck around. I'm going to fuck around and see if I can get, like, on some dad bod shit and just get, like, get thick on thick on these motherfuckers and be, like, that kind of sexy. I did the skinny sexy nigga thing for a minute. Um, you know, now let's be chubby sexy. It's 2020, man. Why not? 
Excuse me. I don't know what I'm saying, bro. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Do, do you? Do you? No, do no, no, you. no, no, no. I take it. <laughs> I take it all back. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I, I know one thing. Uh, I don't think I'll ever have this problem just because my I have a really fast metabolism. But uh-huh. I'm never trying to get to the point where my metabolism slows down and yeah. I stop use. I I the, the motto is use it or you lose it, right? And I don't yeah. want to lose it because I know it's gonna be super hard to get it back. So I'm like good. Your metabolism or oh, you talking about just, being skinny and shit? Yeah, metabolism, just being fit. Just, I'm yeah. good. If I if I'm being if I am being more serious though, I think that's one of the reasons why I've always or like since high school I've shied away from lifting heavy all the time because like if i like bulk up and you don't maintain that shit like that's when i feel like you slip up and get get it's chunky like on yeah, yeah yeah but like not not like in the good way you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like, like now i just got like muscle titties. now i got like muscle titties now you know what i'm saying like, like when you lose it when you lose it and you're bulky then you need a bra yeah 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 exactly now i just got like i got like a perky chest and shit um but nigga what is wrong with me what happened <laughs> <laughs> How do we get on this from coronavirus? But, what the yeah. fuck, dog? <laughs> but, but yeah, so I you're think still that... the sex symbol of the podcast, though, and I uh, do oh, okay. not want that fact to be. Oh, okay. I I'm here for jokes and comic relief. So everyone that heard me just say that last whatever shenanigans, the, the true, the jokes. true, the true John comes. As soon as we stop recording, John can go back to his. There's yeah, I got, I got perky titties. No, nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Oh man. But yeah, so I think that overall, if people had more compassion, if people actually had common sense and didn't listen to Elon Musk to 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 like prove their confirmation bias, yeah, then I think overall we would be doing a lot better than what we are. Um, and that, that includes going to going to fucking weddings on like packed weddings with no masks. Oh, wait, let's talk about it, bro. Let's talk about it. Like, because I'm definitely in a scenario like that, too, right now. But the one thing, the last thing I will say is, you know, I just, again, people just run with the most ridiculous shit. Let's, okay, Elon Musk did have that tweet where he was like, I got two positives and two negatives, right, on the rapid test. Mind you, not all these results are coming from rapid tests, okay? Um, The thing that's tripping me out is, you know, he didn't say if he did or didn't have COVID, you know what I'm saying? So we don't know if they're false positives or false negatives, right? Because from what I hear about the rapid tests, there's a lot of false of both, you know? But there's a but the way tests work in general is there's like some sort of percentage of accuracy, right? Yeah. So even if you have 176 positive results, and let's say your threshold of accuracy is like 70% of that, because it is something gonna like, gonna be something higher. Even if it's fifty, that's still almost a hundred thousand positive cases in the day. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. you've you know, like you know, somebody I was talking to, they have a friend who did get a positive test result, right? And was like on quarantine. But like, I think that there are more people that are getting either not getting checked, or 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 you know having negative cases versus like getting false positives like i don't i i I can't imagine that the large majority of positives are false positives that's that's unreal that the test is useless yeah Yeah, and i think that's a that's such a like irresponsible use of his platform yeah like 
like fam, go back, go back to smoking weed, and and, and changing the world for the better. Yeah, and go back to making spaceships and fake ass. Like I'm gonna make an underground tunnel from San Francisco to LA, bullet train type of shit. Go go worry about that. Whoa 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 whoa! You're not gonna come from my boy Elon. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But that's your wheelhouse. Stick to your wheelhouse. I mean, technology. He was just talking about a fact, bro. Like, I mean, shit. It's not his fault that motherfuckers is stupid and they use his information for stupid reasons, dog. Like, that's the. I think that's where we. That I think that's where we consistently like come at an impasse. Is I think, and you know, don't let me put words in your mouth, but I I, I get the feeling that you know you hold you hold the person saying the things more responsible, whereas I hold the people that are using that information inappropriately more responsible right like like for her to take that tweet and then try to manipulate it to her narrative i think it's more irresponsible than elon musk making the tweet so imagine this donald trump gets on the under the base stage and says yes i believe that black lives matter is a terrorist organization are you going to blame Donald? are you going to say donald trump has nothing like no responsibility in saying that i'm not saying that he has no responsibility but I mean, I'm also I'm also working on the assumption that the things that the people are saying are true. Like the fact that you went from Elon Musk to Donald Trump is a very extreme jump. Like I mean, Elon Musk could have taken four rapid tests and got two positive and two negative. That is a as a regular statement. It's a fact. And if someone now wants to use that to discredit a hundred and seventy six thousand positive tests. That person is more of an asshole than Elon Musk is. For did, making you, did, did, did you see? Oh, hold on. Okay. 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 So, uh, uh, Elon Musk's tweet wasn't just in the vacuum. He didn't make one tweet. People responded that he was responding to. Yeah. 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 And he yeah. said that he correlated all, all the, the cases and said, yes, I believe that a lot of these tweets, a lot of these uh, um, results, or these positive results could be false positives. He could said be. that. Could be. I think that when you have millions of followers, you have a responsibility to at least not spread paranoia. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, in this, yeah, yeah. Okay. And 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 to be fair, I did see like the other tweets that he was making, like following up and all that shit. Uh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like it, it is, it, it is responsible, but like. I don't know. I, I also don't just. I don't know. I don't. I. I think that the people that are using this information are more stupid than Elon Musk. Like Elon Musk is stupid to me too. I mean, he 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 wasn't he wasn't the most responsible. But I'm not like I'm not like up in arms about his tweets. Like from what I saw, it was like it was like three three tweets that he had or some shit like. Uh, to be honest, like he was like I just looked at it again. He he was talking about like what is the general population accuracy of the COVID test PCR test? Is it possible to generate a false positive if you have enough cycles? Um, and it's like, you know, he was asking questions and stuff. Like he wasn't making statements saying he, that he. But thinks you know what he was. You know what he was. Doing I mean, he's was asking stuff. questions, bro. Like okay, okay. So so I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on here and say. Um, I'm gonna get on, I'm gonna get on the podcast next week, and I'm gonna say, um, is is uh, is Kanye West the devil? Who knows? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. 
Is Kanye West racist? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Who knows? Like, I can't say either way. But you know, it's like you're asking questions in a leading way to make people believe that what you want them to believe. I, I okay. see what Elon Musk is doing. Okay, so this is the thing. Okay, I guess this is I guess this is where we come into this. We have just completely derailed the entire show so far. But fuck it, it's our show and we do what the fuck we want. Remember how we were like, this is gonna be a short episode, no big deal. Anyway, fuck that. Um, look at us. Look at us. Look at us go. Look at us go. Um, no, nah, because I think what it is is the assumption of the intention behind it, right? Like, because in your mind, in your mind, you're over here making it sound like Elon Musk wants people to doubt the accuracy of positive COVID tests. And I don't think that's what he's doing. I don't think he has some agenda where he's like, let me sow seeds of doubt and cause mass hysteria. I think 45 does that. I think I think that there are people, especially like on some of these news outlets, that intentionally do that and ask questions in a way like you described, where it's like there is no truth or no fact or nothing to ground their statement. Like if you're saying Kanye West is is evil, like just as a, a open-ended statement with no sort of facts or anything, then that's way more irresponsible than saying, I personally took four tests. I have two positives and two negatives. Is there some way to get false positives? Like, what's the information on this test? That's science. That's science. That is scientific John, inquiry. John, John. Oh. Can, I, can, I, can, I, can I read the exact tweet? Because he didn't start off saying, oh, guys, I took four parts of the test. He said, hey, guys, something bogus is going on here. That's, what, that's, what, that's how he started out his tweets. I something mean, bogus is going on here. Okay, you know you're it's reading it. You're it's, reading it's it. Mass hysteria. You're reading it um, with uh, this attitude that I don't appreciate, um, because that's not how I read it. Um, because of I'm reading you, it. Of course you don't. I'm reading it with empathy and love in my heart. How do you read? How do you read something? Something extremely bogus is going on. How do you read tested that for empathy? COVID four times today. Two tests came back negative. Two tests came back positive. Same test, same nurse. Rapid antigen test from BD. I mean, that is it is bogus. False positives or false right. negatives are bogus. We'll, 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 we'll agree or disagree. You and that girl who DM'd me, you guys, I'm going to exchange information. Don't do that. Don't do that. You guys don't exchange information. Don't do that. Don't you do that. Because you guys both believe in Elon Musk. Dog, that's not and even what I'm saying. Okay, you know what? what you're saying, though. It's, it's not what you're saying. saying, bro. I'm saying that I don't think he's out here trying to sow mass hysteria, bro. Like, I don't. But, but that's, all right, he's not trying to, but okay, as a you scientist, have, you, you, have, you, have, you have your intent, you have your intent, and you have what you actually did. Okay. And what he's actually doing is so mass hysteria, whether he intends to or not. Okay. Right? Am I, am I right or am I wrong? Right, okay. Stupid. All right, so. Uh, he, so. <laughs> <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what, that's what he did. Oh, man. No, I mean. And I, and I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, you know, and, and that's always a conversation that, I, I mean, we have offline too, right? Like just actions versus intention and all that other stuff. And like, you know, taking social responsibility. And we're, I don't think we're necessarily saying all the different things. It's just what thing are we emphasizing right now in the sake of this conversation? Because I don't, I don't think you would necessarily disagree that Shorty's equally as irresponsible for getting her medical advice from No, no, you. no, 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 she's, she, she's more. Yeah. Like, I put, I put on her. That's what the but, fuck I was saying, though. But but I'm saying that 
Yeah. You're, you're trying to completely absorb Elon Musk, I'm and I'm not, I'm not going for that. Mm. Mm. I'm not you going are, for that. You are going to leave Kanye alone, though. Keep keep his name much. Put some respect on his name, bro. How about that? That's how I'm going to end that conversation. Gang shit. 60,000 people. Gang shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a 60,000 and for the record, and for the record, my double layer hoodie is on the way, motherfucker. All right, so I think we've, we've quite exhausted our current events section. Um, wait, that wasn't even current events, bro. That yes, was, it was. Yes, it that was, was shoot shit, bro. Now that was current events. We, we combined uh, them together. Look at the notes. Yeah, current events is current events is coronavirus. <laughs> we talked about coronavirus. Exhausted. Okay. All right. Uh well hey guys this is the summer sixteen podcast where we do we don't look at notes and we don't look at notes <laughs> oh yeah okay here we go let me, do, let me can I do this can I do this yeah. next segment really quick just yeah. really quick um and so you know guys if you've been rocking with us for the last few weeks we have introduced the say what segment of the show um, and we have some bullshit for y'all today low key um. And we're not even going to really give this more than 30 seconds, but there was a million MAGA march yesterday in Toonday's hometown of Washington, D.C. What happened to our hometown? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a million MAGA march yesterday, uh, or what was it, Friday? This, this weekend. Whatever. This weekend. Uh, fuck, Saturday, fuck yesterday. Yeah, you, you know, hey, I, I will always protect people's right to protest and free speech and blah 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 but fuck that fuck them that's it say what yeah. i i think that it's really disrespectful the name i'll yeah. say that yeah. um protest all you want but like to, to call it the million mega march um trying to like play on the name of the million man march you know somebody thought that was mad clever too bro yeah so uh fuck them and their and their ilk and their ilk Yo, you've been using you've been using good words today. I just want no, to. I, I, I try. Yeah, for you to for you to not be reading books no more. You still. Got to <laughs> that uh, you use perplexed, perplexed. I was quite, you know, I like that earlier. You, you know, ilk. That's good job. Can I ask you a question really quickly? Yeah, sure. Um, have you ever used a word and you're like, wait, how do I know that word? Yeah, all the time, bro. I'm all like, the what, time. Wait a minute, like I didn't know yeah. I knew that word. Yeah, like no, my vocabulary. My vocabulary game has been pretty strong lately. I mean, yeah. you, you see that I'm I'm quick to to drop alliteration on the show, man. Oh, like, yeah. When I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag. Yeah. So, you know, for work, I, I talk a whole lot, right? So, um, like, that's, you know, that's all I do is, like, talk about people. And out of work, too. But yeah. Hey, relax, relax. So, <laughs> so like, I'll be talking, and I'm like, hold on. Why did I use that word? And then, then I, later on, I'm like, did I use that word correctly? And I go and look it up, and I'm like, oh. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Be smart, Tunde. <laughs> smart motherfucker, G. Why not? Oh, Why not? Man. Good lord. Where where have we gone on this episode? Bro? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's one of those what days. Have... Hey, but I just I did realize something though. Um, because this episode drops on Wednesday, which is the eighteenth. Yes. Uh shameless plug, because you were talking about your chapter meeting. Uh November seventeenth, you know. Is that a day that means anything to you? Because it's a pretty good day for me. Uh, think on it. Think on it. Think on it. Let me think about it. Think about it. Think about it. So, no, November 17th, I, I think, I, I think I think on a rainy Friday night. Some time ago. Yeah. yeah, three, yeah. Three, 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 under, three undergraduates and, a, and, yeah. and, a, and an advisor 
They were like on the third floor of yeah, uh, of some science science some building. Yeah, yeah. They started the 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 great the great Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, yeah, Founders Day. Founders coming Day coming up, man. And and it's worth mentioning that you will be in the Bay this weekend. Let's motherfucking go. Uh, I'm looking forward to some socially distanced fun. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, we're gonna. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do, but like oh, I said, we're if, gonna if, play Xbox and shit. Honestly, yeah, if, if you sit around the crib all day and you know possibly order some food, and I get to meet your dog, play with my dog. Pop, yes, sir. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like n- nothing too big, just just hanging out. Big um, facts. This will be my first time on a plane uh, since last December. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, listen, I haven't gone anywhere besides driving to Portland. That was it. Oh, right. Damn. Yeah, I haven't gone anywhere. So, yeah, so it's going to be, I'm kind of nervous to, to get on a plane, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, Wash I'm, your I'm, fucking I'm, hands. Yeah, I'm going to buy an N95 mask and, uh, this week. I'll okay. try to find one. And then, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'll send you one, because I think I have some extra ones, but um, you'll be all right, man. Wash your fucking hands. You know, oh, sanitize yeah. shit. You'll be good. Pretty good. Like, I mean, I flew to Seattle, right? Um yeah. like The month back, that was fine. And then Chicago when I went home. But that was, those are the only two trips that I've done. But it, 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 you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. Just stay safe, my G. Um, so, all right, man. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get on this waxing hypothetical tip. So do you want to, do you want to kick it off? Um, yes. Yeah, so there, um, I believe... Nikki Giovanni, author, poet, she mm-hmm. was on The Breakfast Club, I believe. She was, yeah. And then she was talking to Charlemagne. Your favorite. And, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, she was talking to Charlemagne, and they brought up an interview that she did in the past. Um, I forget. Um, I forget, like, what the interview was for. We're actually going to. Mm-hmm. In, into um into the show but and, um, and just and just for clarification we're gonna put her conversation with james baldwin not the breakfast oh yeah, yeah i'm sorry 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 so yeah she, she did an interview in the past with, with james baldwin and then they referenced that interview on the breakfast club and um nikki giovanni was telling james baldwin basically as far as relationships are concerned between a black man and a black woman, mm-hmm. imagine the, the preface of this, this interview was done in the sixties. Right? right. 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 And she talked about like, if you, if it's real love between a black man and a black woman, she wants a black man to lie to the black woman. Mm-hmm. And for context, mm-hmm. we're not talking about like, like lie as far as like, like, I, like, like I, I have like, a separate family. Yeah. I have family. <laughs> like, where were you last night? And you lie about that. No, like yeah, lie yeah. as far as, um, when a, when a black man goes out into the world, right? He he puts on a smile for the white man when he goes to work. He puts on a smile for, like, society and says, you know, um, basically, uh, I code switch. I, 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 even though, you know, I hate this country yeah. or I, I hate the way things are for me in this country, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a smile and brave it. But yeah. then... When, then, someone, when someone slights me, when yeah. someone slights me, I turn the other cheek and I don't, you know, lash back out at them, blah, blah, blah. Like, exactly. And, and, and that is the, what I think is referred to as the lie, right? Yeah, because the lie, yeah. 
exactly, exactly. Yeah, but then she's like, but when you come home, you're behind closed doors and you're with just with the black woman. You you don't put on that 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 lie, like mm-hmm. like you you let all your like your guards down and you become and then you take all that malice and all that mm-hmm. hate that you have absorbed throughout the day and you bring it home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, if you love me, don't lie. Yeah, like like don't yeah. don't bring me the malice and the hate. Yeah, like bring me that love that, that that you've that you had on on the outside for everyone else. Yeah. And she's and then so so, James Bond was like, "No, I have to tell you the truth." Yep. Like because I love you, I'm gonna tell you the truth. And she said, "No," like because you love me, you had you should lie to me. And so like we thought that was a very interesting question, right? For um, sure. Is all I can all I know that works in the world is a relationship. Yes. All right. Okay. That that's all that's going to work. It takes two people to have a relationship. Yeah, but but it, but the relationship. If you don't have a dream, fake it. But the relationship, you can't fake a dream. You got to fake it. Because we don't have dreams these days. How the hell can you have a dream? For what? Well, it isn't... So, so everybody's, everybody's jiving, but let's jive on that level. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me. And you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. What Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course. All of right, course you'll lie to me, because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you, you the must. way I treat him. You must. Because I've caught, the, I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch hell. Because I love you, I get least of you. I get, I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? For 10 years, so that we can get a child on his feet that says, yeah, father smiled at mother. He talked to me about school today. Who cares that you can read or can't read? Most Americans can't read. Most people can't read. Damn. That was good. I really like, I really like that clip. Um, so what were, your, what were your thoughts or your takeaways? Do you, do you agree? Do you disagree? All right, so... When I first heard it, right, uh-huh. like I think it's ingrained in in us. It's not men, but just people in general, right? It's uh-huh. ingrained in us that lying is n- not something that we should do, right? Right, that lying right. is a bad thing. So at right, first, I was right, like, right. I kind of pushed back against it at first. I right, said, right, right. Eh, I don't know if I agree with Nikki, right? Because yeah, yeah, it's just like why would I lie to you? Like Facts. if you, if you must be, like, I love you, partner, you know? yeah, I love yeah, you. Like yeah. I'm, bo- I'm supposed to like be vulnerable with you and like whatever, right? Then, then I really started to think about it. Yeah. Like, if if what I bring home, if me being vulnerable, like breaks down our relationship, and, and it, like you said, like, you, you have kids, and yeah. it, it it shows kids that okay, this is how a relationship is supposed to work. Like that, the man or the, the one partner in the relationship is 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 uh, always mean and, and yep. nasty towards yep. the other partner. Yep. Then that that's how they're gonna, you know, go into the world when they get older into their relationships. Yep. But for the sake of our family, for the sake of our relationship, for the sake of me, if you lie to everyone else, obviously you're good at it. Facts. <laughs> then Facts. why not do it with me too? Put on that smile with me too. So that yeah. But then I really thought about. It, I was like, yeah, I can see, I can see where she's coming from. I can really see definitely because if she was on the other foot, right? Like Talk about if, it. If if. 
if my if if my wife, my girlfriend, whatever, my partner was, if I knew that like she went to work and um, put on like this this smile for everyone else and came home and gave me shit all day, I'm like, fam, like yeah, like I like I've seen you in action at work, or yeah. society, and then and now we're home, you gonna give me shit, like no, yeah, yeah. So I think I agree with Nikki. So, I I think I was in the same boat, man. You know, I wish I could make this more enticing and have some like argument with you again, but I think we've been arguing enough today. Um, but it, it was that same like I felt like I felt like James Baldwin did in that clip where he's just like, "Why would I lie to you? Like I love you." Da, da, da. But it is that exact thing like you pointed out where you know if you're over here, you know, parading around, you know having to, you know, code switch or exist in society one way, but then you give somebody, like, the least of yourself. I think that's what she said, right? It was something yeah. like, I get the least of you. I was like, that that part hit hit different for me. Um, similarly with um, when she talked to, like, when she talked about, like, raising kids, because I think, you know, we talk so much about how, like, our upbringing is, like, you know, the learning and unlearning that we have to do, but, like, coming home and seeing like your parents, you know, coexisting is so critical, especially, and she only said for like that first 10 years, right? Like that, that developmental time yeah, or whatnot, like that, I think that's what really like put the nail in the coffin for me where it's like, I, I feel like I have to agree. The only downside to the whole thing is, uh, you know, it was like this harsh realization that that's even a conversation, right? Like, that it is like the conversation of like you have to go out into the world, you know, as less of yourself. Like you can't be your authentic self. You can't be as genuine because the world is against you. So that even when you come home, you feel like you still have to have that facade on. Yep. And just think about like what that does to a person. Like, I mean, shit, dog, we can go back you know, months ago into the episodes of us just trying to talk about, like, how do you feel today? And our natural response was that facade. It was, like, oh, no, I'm fine. No, I'm good. Have a good day. Blah, blah, blah. And I think you and I being closer, it's like, nah, you don't have to, you know, put that facade on. Yeah. Um, But also you can see how if we were having, you know, these conversations every single day, night in and night out, like, or there was some sort of more close relationship like you know a man and a wife or or you know two yeah. significant others living together that that starts to bring more hardship to the household um and so that's my long-winded way of saying like if that is the lie if you're going to lie you know it should be in the context of of you know, giving the same bits of yourself that you do to everyone else that you give to your partner, giving the same good bits of yourself to everyone else that you do to your partner. You yep. see what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and you know the crazy thing? This conversation between uh, Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin happened in the 60s. Yeah. And it can still be applied to today. Well, right? so that was, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you think, do you think it's the same? I mean... Today? Not right. exactly the same, but like yeah. I can see myself like, okay, I'm going to work, right? Yeah. Like who I am at work and who I am at home are two completely different people. Like I I couldn't yeah. I won't say completely, but I couldn't I couldn't go into work 
talking and behaving like I do at home or I do around my friends. Yeah, I, okay, I probably but, get fired. But 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 okay, so hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back only from a sense of like, okay, sure, you're not gonna be like cussing and you know talking uh, shit like we yeah, do in the yeah, podcast yeah, 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 at work. Yeah. Like I get that aspect of it, but you know, the thing that is interesting to me is, you know, I think the best bits, the best bits of yourself that you take into work, you still are the same way at home. I'm, yes. I mean, I'm saying like, no, me knowing you, like, I, I, if there was something that you would brush off or, you know, or not let like, get under your skin at work, I feel like you would pretty much do the same thing at home or like within your relationship i mean i don't necessarily I, I, think I, you, I say you that I, I, I say that i mean like okay um for instance uh i like to talk about so i i, I talk about this this experience that i had in class right yeah um where the last concert i actually went to which is in seattle it was a gucci man concert right and right. I, I i talk about diffusion in this lecture, I use uh -huh. this concert as an example because I don't like being around crowds. And okay. I, I tell you, I tell a story about how uh, me and my friends we got there. It was it wasn't that many people, but yeah. then we're in the front, and then more people started to come. And then yeah. like I was like, oh, I don't like people. I'm gonna move to an area of high concentration, to an area of low concentration. Yeah. Like I tell this whole story about like and then I tried to move back when Gucci uh -huh. Mane got on stage, and uh -huh. I could kind of like push people aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell this whole story, and I could tell like. Our class is mostly white people, and they're like, "Who the fuck is Gucci Man? Gucci. Why the fuck is he telling this story?" But, okay. but I always, but then I had this one class. It's called like an ARE class, and the class is all black people, right? Okay. And when I told the story to, to that class, they're like, "They got it. They, they're with it. They're like, oh shit, yeah. like you know." And like one of them said, "Oh shit, isn't this like <laughs> whatever, right?" So yeah, like yeah. that class is like, um, that that class I could. I could be myself, right? I can, right. I can, even though I'm, I'm still the teacher and they're still the students. Yeah. Like when I say be myself, I don't mean like you know I'm cursing or anything. I mean like, as far as culturally, as mm -hmm. far as racially, who I am. Like I think I dampen that when I go into work, and I'm sure you do too, right? Like yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So my, that, my, that's my references and my the things that I I use to communicate are different depending on who I'm talking to. Of course, and your language code switches, right? Right. Like not saying you're cursing anything like that, but like right, right, right. use way less slang. Yeah, because because if you do, I, if I you say do... more perplexed and ilk type words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like, so that if I say like I'm not myself, that's what I mean. Like I'm not, you know. I'm not like cursing anything like that. Okay, so let me. So tell me if this is a reach or not, right? Tell me if uh -huh. this is a reach or not, because I, I hear what you, I hear what you're saying. But if the idea is that you should you should, I guess in the in the in the language used, like have the lie of just being your the best version of yourself with yeah. your partner at home, wouldn't interracial relationships be easier? Only because, only because it's like if this is how I have to exist in the world, then in this interracial relationship where I don't feel like the world sees me or the world understands me or the world um, values my blackness to that same extent, an interracial relationship would not be very far from that. Yeah, but then would that be, would that? All right. So see, yeah, you know, we're, you, we're, you, we're, we're trading into we're trading into into, into 
I don't want to, I don't want to tread into a, a, a place where I offend people who may be in relationships. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've done it before, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so, so my thing is, my thing is, are you really your authentic self? Right. Yeah, that's a real question. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then, or can they, can they really understand you, understand you as far as, oh yeah, you can tell them your experiences, right? Mm-hmm. But, but can they feel those they experiences get... with you? But, but can see, they, can but they truly the... empathize with you? But see, that's the that's the thing, though, right? Like, it, from what I was kind of interpreting Nikki Giovanni saying, it's like you expect all of this from the black woman. Like, now you need to understand me. You need to, you know, be my therapist, my best friend, my confidant, my lover, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like that's a, I don't know, unfair burden to to put on the black woman. Because you're going out not expecting any of that from anyone else, but of me, you want you're you're more needy. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, and like that's like because part of the reason why we would feel more comfortable dating within our race is because we can come home and take the mask off and be with our partner. But it was like she's saying, like, so why you gotta do that to me? You don't do that to nobody else. Like, is that fair? Yeah, you, you, but you see I, where I think I think it's a healthy medium though, right? Like you can take I mean, your mask off. You yeah. can take your mask off, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or like probably like let your hair down, right? And mm-hmm. and still not burden or put like take all your burdens off yourself and put it on her or put yeah. it on them, right? Yeah. But still be yourself. I think it's possible to have both. But I think Nikki is saying this. If you got to choose one, a lot of me you, shit. <laughs> a lot of me shit. Fuck you talking about? Because yeah. I mean, and but you know, that's it's. It, I only asked that question because, like, you know, I think there's been so many times in like my past relationships where I don't feel like my partner has been able to like really understand me. You know what I'm saying? Or like, if if I do finally take my mask off and be vulnerable, which rarely happens anyway like it's not always met with like the the care or the empathy that i would feel comfortable with um but it's also hard you know being a man and we're just talking in the context of you know heteronormative relationships um like being a man and like i think part of the part of the struggle is that we always have to have that like front up and we're not allowed for like a better word to be vulnerable and emotional like even growing up like that wasn't the like stop being so fucking emotional bro you know what i'm saying like you didn't yeah, do that and shit i think those i think also that's one of those things that you have to kind of like uh like i said learn and unlearn yeah um but then also also let's just like we're taught like Men shouldn't be emotional. Women yeah. are also taught that same thing too, right? So like, to not be emotional. No, no, that men shouldn't be. So oh like, right, yeah. So, so like, that you so got like, an emotional ass dude, and now you calling him a simp. Yeah. So like you, so women also on that end sh- need to unpack what they've learned growing up as well. Sure. So I think that goes back into what Nikki was saying about like in years whether you whether you have whether you have a you know. Uh, a male child or a female child or anything in between. Yeah. Like, 
they need to have a, a positive experience at home. To understand how how relationships work between you know two parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely an interesting thing, man. Um, it's definitely an interesting thing. But I, I mean, like like most things too, right? It's it is a balance. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is a balance. So I, I just wonder how how that would work, you know, because of course even they were talking about it in the context of you know black man black woman type of thing, um, and I don't know I, I can't imagine it's necessarily the same dating interracially, um, or interracially or even uh, woman woman relationships or man man relationships like oh yeah yeah no and yeah. For the record, for the record, I was only really speaking from from a heteronormative perspective, yeah. um, because also, can we talk about how I've used heteronormative twice now, and I'm pretty sure I'm doing. <laughs> <it>. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that it's it's shit, shit's rough, bro. Shit's rough. Yeah. Relationships are 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 work, man, um, and so we'll see. We'll see, because you know I'll date interracially. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. You know, but I will also, huh? What'd you say? What'd you say? Neapolitan. Cosmopolitan. Right. Anyway. Anyway, if I was the sex symbol, I might have to be worried about it. flavors. If I was the sex symbol, I might be worried about it, but I'm just over here cooling. Whatever. Whatever. I'm over here cooling. Black Queens, if y'all out there, man, sliding the kids DM. <laughs> the personality of the podcast. Let's get it. There we go. And non-black queens too. Like, listen. Um, just queens in general, right? Just queens in general, man. You know, but you know, just don't be an asshole. Um, that's really my whole criteria. All right. Uh, this question got me thinking, though. So I don't know. I think that was good. I don't. Yeah, really, I, I, I don't know. Really about say, yes, uh, I think you know. If you have any feedback from that question, uh, if you disagree or if you agree, you know, just always um, email us. Summer16podcast at gmail.com or send us a DM um, on Instagram or on Twitter. That's fine too. Um, we check those periodically. Yes, sir. So, um, you want to go ahead and slide into our ABM section? Yeah, let's get it cracking, man. So, um, for our Griselda appreciation, oh, sorry, <laughs> audio, visual, mental recommendation segment of our show, we always like to leave you guys with some some good old nuggets of entertainment, uh, especially nowadays shit where that's like the only real escape if you're not out here living recklessly like some of these motherfuckers. But um, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go first this time. And so uh, this past week, man, uh, one of the homies from high school dropped her first uh, single. Uh, it's called Home. And her artist name is Nil- uh, Nila Kyung Mai. I, I, I just butchered the fuck out of that, didn't I? I mean, I don't know. N-I-L-A uh, Kyung Mai. Fuck it, Nicole. Okay, her name is Nicole. God. But that's her artist <laughs> name. It's on all platforms. I'm going to put the information out there for you guys because, like, yeah, one, it'll, I'm just... It'll be in the, in the um, episode description. Yeah, for sure. But honestly, like, I'm just so incredibly proud of her. Uh, like, she's been doing, you know, her music thing, you know, uh, 
like all all the she's she's been doing the arts ever since I've known her. But you know, uh, even even right before quarantine started, she had been out there in New York on Broadway, uh, and I'm just so incredibly excited for her. Like you know, she's really taking this time and you know put in the work. And man, she has a, a an amazing track um, for her first singles called Home, uh, and I think you guys should all really go check it out. And I'm so honored to be plugging that on the show. Um, you know, ten years. At, uh, since I was in high school with her, um, super dope, man, super fucking dope. Um, for my video, I found a new uh, prison show, man. That is fire, bro. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, bro. I think it's I saw this. Sixty uh, days. I, I, I saw it, but I saw it, like the little. It popped time. up on your recommendations, yeah. bro. Yeah. It. I think it'll be recommended more for Cali than for you, but. Um, I mean, I have, I have my own profile, so. Okay, so it popped up for your regular. What percentage you say? Like I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, it was like ninety five for me. Um, and the show is called Sixty Days In. Right. Let me just give you the quick premise. You have volunteers that offer to go into a jail for sixty days to to be undercover. And so they had three women, three men. And they were like, they basically are in jail and they have to like do undercover research on like drugs or jail operations or gangs and stuff like that. And then they report back to the, to the, like the people that run the jail at the end of the show. But it's crazy because, you know, they start getting into politics. They start like, you know, for the men's side, it's way more hostile because it's like, oh, if you're white, you only talk to white people. If you're black, you only talk to black people type shit, like all the racism in the jail. Yeah. Uh, and just how people navigate that shit. Like sometimes you might be in a in a pod with another one of the volunteers. Uh, for the girls, they all happen to be in the same pod and stuff. And it's just all sorts of wild stuff. And so this most recent season, I don't want to ruin it, but like somebody ended up like snitching and saying that they were like a part of the show and stuff. Like it was hella drama, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched that, that shit. In that reminds me. Of, you've heard of the the Stanford experiment? It, yes. It, yeah. Yeah, I have. And the, the the movies they've done about it are super interesting. And it's like one of those things where you do feel like some people go in there and start playing a role. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like how they would do in that Stanford experiment. Yeah. But the interesting thing that they had on this season for the first time is somebody who had actually spent 14 years in like jail or went to prison yeah. before. Uh, they he volunteered. He's like you know changed his life. He's a chaplain, blah blah blah, and he changed his life around. But he went back in, and when I tell you like this man was running shit, bro. Like he still got like hella tats from when he was a kid. Like he knows how the whole game goes. Yeah. And like my man rose up the ranks. Like he's running the fucking <laughs> shit. And I'm like yo, this shit's badass as fuck, bro. Like wow, it was incredible. One of the dudes was a cop, and he volunteered to do that shit. I'm like, bruh. If they find out, they're going to kill you. Yes, and that's, the, and that's the thing, right? Like, the prison that they went to, they had had a case where one of the guards had got shanked. One of the guards had got shanked. So these motherfuckers is volunteering to go up in that motherfucker? I said, uh, not me. Not me, though. Got me fucked up. Not from a TV um, show. Man, listen. You got hella cameras around, and they watching my ass, thinking somebody's a, a undercover. Pass. So, okay, but that's my video, 60 Days In. It's on Netflix. They got one of the seasons on Netflix. Um, and I will definitely report back to you all when I find the other four. Um, and so for my mental, 
I'm going to do Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Um, It's a, it was like a YouTube show type thing. And the guy who does it, Emmanuel Acho, he was a former linebacker for the um, Texas Longhorns, which funny enough was my favorite football team as a kid. Um, He recently came out with a book uh, last week. Uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black, Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. Um, and so it's great conversation. Uh, listening to him speak as well is pretty fascinating. I think all of this stuff has been like just going on since quarantine has happened. And, you know, I I really appreciate, you know, his ability to conduct these conversations without judgment, without, you know, necessarily prejudice. Uh, because there's a lot of people out there, I mean, even like a lot of people that listen to our show that are curious or have questions about different racially racially motivated topics and subjects and events, but those are hard conversations to have. And so, you know, I think it takes a lot for people to be willing to have those conversations from a more ignorant perspective, but also it's a skill to be able to conduct those conversations as a black person and, you know, communicate things in a way that people can receive them uh and and then use them to to better themselves and so um i just wanted to recommend both his new book as well as um the the content he has online i think it's like on youtube and everything else like that but it's uncomfortable conversations with a black man uh, and you can find his website is uncomfortableconvos.com so that is my mental nice 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 that's not something we would do I honestly though we would and I think we'd be yeah. pretty good at it. I think, I think you would scare more people though. If I'm being oh. honest, I think oh. you'd scare motherfuckers, bro. If I'm being I'm honest, a, like, I'm a, I'm a very approachable guy. Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the approachable I'm, one. I'm, in the uh, I don't know. Just Either way, you're here for yeah. sex, Tunde. That's it. I'm, oh wow, wow. I'm, I'm here to be the nice guy. See these okay? narratives that you're painting. You mean the truth? Okay. Say Anyways, fuck, say your Griselda Anyways, song. So, uh. For my ABMs. Uh, for my audio this week, uh, Westside Gunner was on a Joe Biden part. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my audio. I was actually listening to that, though. Uh, Westside Gunner was on this week's Joe Biden podcast. But um, so if you've been paying attention, they had scheduled a versus battle. It was supposed to be between uh, Jeezy and T.I. But then um, I guess they listened to the streets because the streets didn't want that. I said, no, we don't want that. You want Jeezy and, 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 and the God himself. Ragic Davis. Gucci Man. Zone 6. 1017 Brick Squad. So, if you, if you haven't guessed, one of my favorite rappers is Gucci Man. Um, probably my second favorite rapper of all time. Behind, behind Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, sound like some hate coming from John's side, but anyways. Oh, never, um, never, never, never. I, uh, I, I respect Gucci. Gucci, Gucci. My first song that I ever bought on iTunes was a Gucci Man song. Hey, see, there you go. There it's you lemonade. go. It was lemonade. Yeah. So, um, if you know, if if you're wondering how did Tuna become a Gucci Man fan, because I I lived in the South for a while, and in Nashville it was Gucci and it was it was uh, it was Joe Gotti. Listen, those two, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways. So it's next Thursday, um, the 19th, um, is the versus battle. And since I found out that 
Gucci was like, no one thought it would it would take place because I told John the backstory before we got on, before we started recording about the beef between Gucci and and uh, Jeezy, and so um, my audio Gucci, this week. Gucci killed one of Jeezy's friends. <laughs> yeah, he, he did kill him. Um, <laughs> but he beat the case, which yeah, makes yeah. him a great rapper. Yeah, great story. Great. Um, so I wanted to recommend uh, the first like. Um, album slash mixtape that I listened to that made me a fan of Gucci and it was uh, the original because they have, you know, Gucci always does installments of mixtapes. He has one, two, three, whatever. Um, the movie. It's a Gangsta Grills um, uh, mixtape. Gangsta Grills is a uh, DJ drama like thing. So yeah. it's it's a mixtape with Gucci Man and DJ, DJ Drama called The Movie. Um, it's really good. It is. It had, yeah. um, one of my favorite songs is on it. Uh, well, two of my favorite songs, Add It Up and Photoshoot. Just to, yeah. just to you know, put that out there. Add it up. Add it up. Yeah. Uh, so that's my audio. Uh, my visual is a Netflix show called Grand Army. It's a um, show on Netflix about high school students coming of age. Uh, high school students today, it's like, it has a lot of things. It has a terrorist attack. It has... A kid basically coming to grips with his sexuality and his his culture because he's Indian and he's trying to get into Harvard. Um, it has this this girl who's basically gang raped. Oh, okay, uh, that's what you're doing to sell this show to people. All right. Uh, uh, trigger warning, but I mean it's. it's uh, but I think I think that it, the show deals with a lot of hard topics. And it, it does it in a way that, like, it doesn't make it, oh, there's a happy ending. Like, like people who are, like, for instance, the people who are, who are raped or sexually assaulted, right? If they go to the police, it's not, it's not a very pleasant experience, even from the side of the police. Like, getting, yeah. a, getting a rape kit done, it's not a pleasant experience. It talks about, yeah. it shows all that. Like, yeah. so I think that it, it shows the harsh reality of what it could be like being a teenager today. Um, yeah. And Grand Army is like, I guess a, it's, a, it's a neighborhood in Brooklyn. Um, I never really spent much time in Grand Army. I lived in Brooklyn, but I never mm-hmm. always passed in it um, when I went to Crown Heights. Well, okay, yeah, went to Crown Heights. So um, that's my visual. Grand this Army. This is a Netflix original. This is a Netflix original. Yeah, a show. Yeah. So okay. the first, there's only one season right now. Um, and so that's my visual. My mental is a, a book called "The Wretched of the Earth" by Franz Fanon. Uh, really, really, uh, I guess popular. Uh, book that a lot of people talk about. It's a uh, Franz Fanning. Uh, it's a uh, was a psychiatrist who was from Martinique. Um, Martinique is a uh, French territory territory in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fanning, I want to say that he took part in the Algerian nationalist movement. But basically, he wrote a book about. Um, revolutionary struggle against colonialism and racial differences. And he talks about, because Martinique, where he's from, is a territory of France. And he talks mm-hmm. about he talks about how um, like colonized people, um, when, they, when they get their freedom, there's like a whole host of um, problems they have to deal with after that. So, like you have like the, 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 the ruling class that's still that was put in power by the by the colonizers, and yeah. they're dealing with like everyone else, and then you have disenfranchisement um, of the underclass, and then you have um, 
different tribes that may live in a certain country. They're part of a new country together. So you have like, you have wars and you have, yeah. um, you have different faiths. For instance, so I, I really like this book because I can relate to it from Nigerian history. Nigeria yeah. was colonized by, by England, which is why I hate what England is my most hated country in the world. Um, oh, okay. Uh, my my, if, my home, I didn't know my home country. You hated it. If, if you look at the history, they've look at look at the history of England with that like half the countries in Africa and India yeah. and China and yeah. in Amer- America. So yeah. So anyways, so yeah. you look at like we talked about NSARS, right? Uh-huh. Um, you look at like all the problems like Nigeria gained its independence in 1960. Um, yeah. uh, we've literally been a country for like 60 years, like yeah. younger than my than both my parents. Yeah and, yeah, yeah, and and you look at like the ruling class in Nigeria, like SARS, like basically protects that ruling class, and um, you you look at like different different tribes. There's three main tribes in 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 Nigeria. You know, you have the Awasai, Yoruba people, who are my people. Yeah, you have the Igbo people. And yeah. before before England came around, the like there was no Nigeria. There were just tribes. Exactly. So so imagine imagine there's a war, right? And mm-hmm. let's say. A world war and say Russia wins that war, and yeah. then Russia says, "Okay, now uh, Mexico, America, and Canada, y'all all one country now." Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we be one country, but we're still gonna have our own like, um, yeah, way of doing our, things. our own loyalties to each other. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, we're one country, but eh, you're, you're like you're still that's Mexican, an, you're still Canadian. Yeah, that's just an invisible line that you yeah, know, trying to draw around. Yeah. That's not how it's actually gonna operate. You know, yeah, and, and that's how that's how Nigeria is today, right? Um, and there's also the faith part because you have like a lot of Muslim people in the north, Christian yeah. people in the south, still yeah. one country. Um, so I think the book is really, really good. We we want to talk about colonialism and, and imperialism, um, and just taking that and comparing that to to uh, the history of the '60s, the '50s, even early early um, early 20th century to today. So um, to that's be my clear, book. though. To be clear, though, the book isn't about Nigeria history, though. It's about yeah, no. the, in that island in the Caribbean. Yeah, it's, it's about it's a it, it, the book is is about uh, no, it's about it's about colonialism in general. Okay, okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. so perfect. he's a student of history. How many pages? How many pages is it? <laughs> it's a lot of pages. Uh, three hundred and twenty. <laughs> uh, I like how you were prepared this time. And the book and the book was published in nineteen sixty one. So this is if, this is this is like right after right a year after Nigeria got its independence. If we ever do merchandise, I, I hope we do shirts. That's like one of the shirts is how many pages is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So that that's my mental. Dope, man. Dope. I mean, not to take away um, from it, uh, you know, I, you always come with the heat from the book tip. Um, and it definitely makes me want to step my game up too. So I appreciate you sharing that. Like, you know, just all the different history and black history and colonialism history. Like, you know, it's good for anybody to read, right? Like not even yeah. just oh, yeah, you sure. know, from a black or white perspective. It's it's good stuff. Um, if I'm being honest, I thought you were going to do the autobiography of Gucci Mane. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take this. Okay. I'll take this. That's also really, it's also a really good book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually pre-ordered it when it came out, like months you. in advance. I bet you did. And you make friends based on your love of that book, don't you? I do. So, uh, well, thanks for sharing, Tune Day. And for all the listeners out there, um, hope you guys enjoyed the show and enjoyed those recommendations. 
And so as we get ready to, to wrap this show up, we want to start by saying, first and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, a lot of you guys have been rocking with us for a little minute now. Um, and whether you miss a couple episodes or you've been making everyone every week, we still love you, man. It's all love coming from the kids over at Summer 16 Podcast. And so just a reminder, you know, you can always stay connected with us uh, via email um, and our Insta, uh, via email at summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. Or our show's Instagram page is probably where we're most active. That's summer16pod. And, and of course, we have our Twitter, which is the same, summer16pod, and our Facebook page, summer16podcast. You can search it in the search bar, and you should find us, uh, find the logo right there. Do us a favor, guys. Wherever you do find the podcast, you know, don't hesitate to to like, rate, subscribe, share the podcast. That's, you know, really good data for us. And, you know, we can keep growing and making the show better. Um, and for all of our socials, we're going to make sure we have that information down there for you in the bio. So you can find it there if you haven't found us already. If you enjoyed the content, you want to help us keep growing, you know, um, where we, we we keep brainstorming a lot of ideas and we can't really get ahead of ourselves and so any help will help us. Um, we have our we have our cash app, you know, throw a little something something on the books. You know, it's dollar sign summer sixteen pod. Anything helps and thanks to everyone who has, you know, sent us a little something something so far, man. We appreciate you. Um, we're gonna take that and run with it and continue to just you know make bigger better shows. And so um, until next time. You know, that's a whole lot of gang shit. Gang, gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. Stay safe, everybody, man. Stay out of trouble. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your hands. Please. Get a bidet. Get a bidet. Um, <laughs> wash your ass. Wash your ass. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, out of here, baby. All right, all right, peace. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>